This is the old Trailblazer broadcast coming to you this morning. This is Pastor Albert Pendarva speaking, inviting you to stay tuned for another old-time, old-fashioned gospel message on the old Trailblazer broadcast. Yes, we're coming to you again this morning with another message from God's Word. We pray that the Lord will bless the message to your heart, that it will be a blessing unto you as it is unto us as we prepare these studies day by day. We want to give you our mailing address, Radio Missions, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. We'd love to hear from you. We want to continue to speak or to bring our study that we began on the book of 1 Peter. I believe that this will be a timely study for all of us. I never grow weary of reading and studying God's Word, and I've told you before I like to look at God's Word in this light. First, it's not some cold, dark doctrine to me. No, it's not just like reading the uh, dictionary or the encyclopedia. No, it's, it's not cold and dark, but uh, the Bible is love letters to the people of God. Have you ever thought of that, my friend? It's just like a love letter to the people of God. I know that throughout time there has been, has been, and always will be those who deny the Word of God. Yes, but the Bible's not written to them. They make fun, and I hear some make light of the great old men of God, such as Peter. Yes, but the Lord, uh, the, the Bible's not written to those folks. But my prayer is uh, that uh, not one of us will take that attitude in studying God's Word. Surely, Peter was a man just as we are. He was not perfect. No, he was not a perfect individual. But Christ called him one day to be one of his disciples, one of his followers. Look at the Gospel of Luke, chapter 22, and verse 31 and 33, if you will, where I believe that he was commissioned to go and preach the gospel. Verse 31 says, And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan hath desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. Have you ever, you ever thought that Satan uh, hates God's man, my friend? Listen, Simon, behold, Satan hath desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for thee, that thy faith fail not. And when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. Yes, that's God's commission. He commissioned old Peter right there uh, to strengthen the brethren. That's what this, this book will do if you'll take it in reading. Read it, my friend, patiently and kindly and prayerfully. Our Lord knew Peter's weaknesses. He knew Satan had desired to cause him to doubt and to fear those things. Uh, just as he does you and I, if you're God's child, Satan's always hanging around your back door there. But Christ told him, Christ warned him to watch, watch, watch for the tricks of Satan. I believe that's why we will find in Peter's epistles many places where we are warned against false teachers, false prophets, for Peter knew how cunning old Satan was, and yes, and he is now. Satan never changed. You know, the Bible has never changed. Our Lord has never changed, but we don't have one iota or one, uh, one bit of evidence that Satan has ever changed. He aspired to be uh, as God, and that's still his purpose. Yes, one of the purposes of Peter writing was to warn the Christians of the suffering that they would come, uh, they would come to, uh, yes, when they became the followers of our Lord. Peter's, Peter's writing warns us about the suffering that we will endure in, in serving the Lord. He continually preached uh, and pleaded for them to uh, steadfast 
in the time of suffering. Yes, that's what God's man does. We are to feed the sheep, my friend. We are to take the word of God, bring it to men as they are, and it'll, the Lord will teach us and teach you and me through his word. Uh, for uh, Yes, the, he, he wanted to warn them of the suffering that they would endure. And uh, for their hope, as is our hope, is not in this life. My friends, when we, when we bring you, uh, thus saith the Lord, we know that our hope is not in this life. It's in the life to come, in Christ. In Christ. We here, as Christians are today, are uh, exhorted to live godly. In, in God's Word, we're, we're exhorted day by day to live godly in our new life in Christ. Let's stop here for a moment and look at what the purpose of this book as well, well as this book as well as all of the Bible is. In Psalms 119, we read, Thy word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Then again we read, Thy word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. God's Word, my friend, all of it, not just part of it, all of it from Genesis to Revelation, every Word of God is for you and for me. It's instructions for our hearts. We, as God's messengers, are commanded to preach it, to be faithful in uh, bringing God's Word. Yes, we are. We are commanded to preach the gospel. I praise the Lord this morning that God's Word is not bound. No. Did you ever think about that? The Word of God is not bound. No one can bind it. Yes, uh, we send it forth here from the old Trailblazer broadcast and here from Radio Missions week after week, day by day, month after month. I find it, uh, yes, uh, to, to, it finds lodgment. I pray that it will find lodgment in the hearts of one here and one there. Our prayer is that this book of Peter is the studies that we bring you by the grace of God will find lodgment in some heart. My friend, that's our aim and purpose here. We state over and over. Our aim and purpose is only that the word of God may go home to your heart, not to make you uh, disciples of, of the radio missions or the old trailblazer. No. All we're interested in is that you come to know the Lord. And then and then your your heart will be in tune with the gospel your 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 fellowship will be with those who know the Lord, yeah. But that the word of God may find that lodgment in your heart. We look briefly at verse one in our last study, but let's read it once again. Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, sets forth right there, doesn't it? Who Peter was? He's not not a lot of other things. An apostle. He doesn't say Peter the Pope of Rome. Peter the Vicar of Christ. No, he doesn't say that. He says Peter an apostle of Jesus Christ to the sojourners or the pilgrims scattered throughout Pontius, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia. Here we find Peter calling himself an apostle of Jesus Christ. Our Lord had called Peter to follow him. He was just a fisherman there uh, on the Sea of Galilee. And the Lord told him and others, follow me and I I will make you fishers of men. Do you think you can make yourself a fisher of men, my friend? No. Christ said, I will make you. 
by the grace of God, that's what we are, my friend, fishers of men. I don't have time to go out and pole line fish I, and, and all of the, the fishing industry that we have today. I, I don't begrudge anyone else doing it. I used to enjoy a little bit of it. But I now am called as a fisher of men to call men unto repentance, my friend. And that's what the Lord did with old Peter here. He says, follow me and I will make you fishers of men, talking to those men. What a privilege it was uh, for Peter. Uh, to be called into the service of Christ. Do you ever think about what a privilege it is to be called as a child of God? Do you ever just uh, meditate upon what it is when the Lord lays or brings his love to bear upon your heart, redeems you from a world of sin and degradation, from all the debauchery and the sinfulness and the lust of the flesh and the pleasures of this life, and to call you under the sound of the gospel to, ca- to, to create in you a, a new heart, the Scripture says, O oh Lord, create in me a clean heart. That's what a new heart is. Yeah, to be called into the service of the Lord then to preach the gospel. What a privilege. What a calling, my friend, to preach the gospel. Yeah, he walked with our Lord in all of his earthly ministry. He, he followed our Lord there. He saw the miracles. He heard all the gracious sermons. What a blessing that Christ preached. He heard all those messages, and yes, he was a faithful servant of God and went about to preach the gospel many years after the death of Christ. We're going to look uh, later on at the sermon that Peter preached there in the book of Acts, showing his devotion and his uh, all of his uh, dedication to our Lord. One thing the old trailblazer often said, and I know it to be true, God never calls an individual to misrepresent him. No, he never does. Oh, my friend, he never called. He never calls an individual to misrepresent him. That's why our Lord doesn't call women preachers. The Bible clearly gives the qualification of a preacher. He says one qualification is he must be the husband of one wife. Now, my friend, that leaves out uh, all of the women preachers, doesn't it? But God never called a, a woman to preach that you just can't. You just can't uh, find it in God's Word. No, he never calls any individual to misrepresent him. I know that we have uh, many false prophets now, uh, wolves in sheep's clothing, as it were, but they're not, uh, uh, they don't represent our Lord. No, they represent Satan. Now, God's messenger, his true messenger, his only aim and the only purpose is to magnify Christ in his life in his walk among his people, and in his preaching. That's one of the things that God's man is always careful to do, my friend. We here at the old Trailblazer broadcast, where we uh, preach only Christ, we preach Christ crucified, buried, and risen. I get so tired of hearing these fellows on the radio uh, who preach some little soft soap message that offends no one, some little psychological teaching. Uh, yes, teaching men and women how to be kind to dumb animals. Oh, my friend, what are we coming to in our religious circles? No longer do we hear the minister or the pastor stand up in his pulpit and call sin, sin. No, we don't do that. We don't hear that any longer. I know it takes the grace of God to be true, but if I, I can't come here and preach God's word in its entirety, I'd better get out and find something else to do. As the old trailblazer used to say, get out and dig ditches for a living, my friend. I can't compromise God's word with you. So we see that Peter was an apostle, a preacher of the gospel. I've often looked at those whom our Lord calls. No two are just alike. 
No, you know, you never found two men just alike. Uh, he's, uh, he, uh, they don't have the same delivery of speech. But one thing I find, if they know the Lord, if they preach the same message, uh, that, yes, if they know the Lord, they preach the same message, and that is that Christ died for sinners. That's what Peter preached. Listen to what he says in verse 18 there of chapter 1. Which, uh, when, we'll get to it shortly. Uh, for as much as ye know, that you were not redeemed with corruptible things such as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ. Now, that's the message, my friend. That was his message. That's our message today. Listen, God's word is plain. It's easily understood. It tells a sinner how Christ died for sinners. It tells him that he is the sinner. Then in verse 2, we find Peter continuing to describe himself, to tell of his coming, uh, to be uh, a child of God. Listen, elect, elect according to the foreknowledge of God, the Father through sanctification of the Spirit, unto obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ, grace unto you, and peace be multiplied. Let's just look at that word elect. The modernists rant and rave when we speak of the election of God. But one thing I know, and uh, yes, I'm assured of, if there was no election of God, if God did not choose those whom, who, to, who would be saved, no one would ever be saved. You can take issue with me this morning if you want to, but I'll take my eternal destiny on that statement. I know the Bible teaches, and I believe, I believe that uh, the Bible does teach election. Peter says, elect according to the foreknowledge of God. Yes, we're coming to the close of our message, my friend. This is the old trailblazer uh, inviting you to stay tuned. We're going to go uh, slow, go slowly day by day into this book of First Peter and, and gleaning out what the Lord would have us to have. I appreciate you being with us this past hour. Pendarvis, remember our mailing address is Radio Missions, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 7 Until next time, goodbye and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis reminds you to listen to the live Sunday morning Bible School of the Air and morning worship hour broadcasts from 10 a.m. to noon Central Time. These broadcasts are available on the Radio Missions Internet Radio Station. For more information, visit our website at radiomissions.org or call the church office at 225-664-8658. 